G'day everyone and welcome to the Female Voices in E-Commerce podcast. My name is Chana and I'm the founder of Alan Monk, an e-commerce consultancy in Southern Sydney. I work one-on-one with business owners on their e-commerce strategy, website design and development. Using the right online tools and systems, we make the lives of business owners easier and create personalised e-commerce solutions that help them to sell their products effectively online. I'm also the co-founder of the Shopify Women's Network, an online community designed to empower women to confidently use Shopify to grow their brands. This is a podcast for women looking to take their idea to the world and want the knowledge, inspiration and connection to build a business that they love. Listen to our podcast series to hear the voices of female founders, entrepreneurs and advocates who share their stories, experiences and strategies on how to run a successful retail business. I hope you enjoy the show. So welcome, Amy, and thank you for being my first guest on the Female Voices in E-Commerce podcast. So I've got to know your husband, Matt, over the years, as we've collaborated together on a few mutual clients, helping them with their e-commerce websites. So I was interested to have you today as my special guest, as I see you as a superwoman. You manage two digital agencies and you have a young family in Brisbane. But in your spare time, you love motorbiking and you love going up Mount Nebo. So for me, that's like a super, that's amazing. That's a bit of a buzz. So just to get started, I'd like to just, just briefly tell me about Mount Nebo and why you like riding there. Oh, it's, uh, it's, a beautiful little getaway to get on a motorbike and uh, have some space to yourself. Like a lot of people might think that motorbike riding is uh, loud and obnoxious, and but it's actually quite calming. And uh, I find that my cheeks hurt in the helmet because I'm just smiling so much as I'm riding and uh, it's really freeing uh, feeling. So yeah, it's been great. <laughs> Not that I get very many opportunities to get out on the motorbike, but uh, yeah, when I can, it's really enjoyable. And so do you go on your own or do you go with Matt? Just on my own. I encourage Matt into motorbike riding. I've been riding for over 10 years now. And when uh, we were yeah got together, I said, oh, you, you love motorbike riding, you should get a motorbike. So I encouraged him into getting his license. But the reality of after having children and being able to get out two parents at the same time you have to sort of share those times and yeah, uh, yeah the, the reality of both of us riding at the same time is not happening at the moment maybe in the future to get started like I'd like you to introduce yourself and just tell us a bit about your experience in the digital space yeah so um uh as you know Matt my husband started Alpha Digital ten, over 10 years ago and uh we've in the last few years started Springboard Digital for small to medium enterprises. And I work predominantly in Springboard as the administration manager there. And I've worked as the administration manager for Alpha. And after having kids, it just made sense for me to get involved in the business um, with the flexibility of working. Sam Wood, the CEO for Alpha has been amazing. And they, yeah, just a a very flexible and understanding of the time commitments that that is needed as a mother and uh, yeah, getting through the administration jobs in both of those businesses as well. So I'd like you just to talk a little bit more about both Springwood and um, Alpha Digital. Just tell me a little bit about the work you do and the type of clients you work with. Yeah, so Alpha Alpha Digital has been uh, improving 
more and more in the work with um, larger clients like Pet Barn, City Beach, GJ Gardener, and uh, create yeah, getting some really great results for those. Um, and Springboard Digital was created for the small to medium enterprises, and uh, it's working with um, yes startup businesses, but also businesses that have been established for a while and uh, haven't yet understood the importance of getting their brand out to the larger market. And uh, so many great businesses that we work with already have a good following with um, word of mouth and other marketing tools, but they recognize the importance of um, improving their yeah, SEO and getting paid marketing help. So on Springboard, uh, working with brands like uh, Aceology, which is a skincare brand, Outlet Active is activewear for girls and, and teens, and Bianc, an e-commerce jewelry store. We've got some really amazing story is, uh, uh, sorry, Bands of Courage uh, is just a, a small company that is more businesses are looking for um, and inspire, like inspiring businesses for change for the larger world. So every uh, band that they sell, they plant trees and that those type of businesses are becoming more predominant and um, we are looking to yeah, support that and springboard and, and help the small to medium enterprises. I think one of the advantages of a small business is that they're very agile and they have the ability to make these decisions in fast time. And if they do want to align themselves with certain initiatives that the values align from their own business and personal sense, they're able to actually jump on and um, instigate those ideas and bring them to reality fairly quickly. So mm. like the example you've given me, like I think there's a lot of small businesses that are really trying to align themselves with their purpose and to do better for the planet and themselves and their teams as well, because they know that they can make an impact it's quite harder for bigger businesses because there's a lot of different um, chain of events you've got to go through before you can actually implement certain strategies. So definitely those small businesses can actually move and shake much quicker, which is exciting. One, um, one thing I've um, really appreciated seeing and, and more as a, a mother as well is uh, within my, my friendship group, there's, there's mums that have um, looked at what they were doing before and it's completely changed their their future in being at home and needing more flexibility and e-commerce brands and having a passion for new brands coming into the market and seeing a need in their local community particularly is where I've just yeah I've really appreciated that they have taken the the jump to start a new business and as they're beginning their journey of motherhood as well they've uh yeah getting into to jewelry brands or other um businesses to and so many more people are getting food deliveries and uh making life as easy as possible for us all and and yeah those new businesses that people are coming up with and taking the jump to start their own is uh yeah really amazing to me yeah i've witnessed the same thing with a few of my clients as well and i think there's a lot of female entrepreneurs in the small to medium business space that have either started over the last two years through the pandemic or have yes. started when they've kind of changed their life or their family structure, such as having young kids. And I think a lot of it is an awareness of, you know, doing things a different way and having quality of living and flexibility and time. But also these are women that have worked very hard in their careers and have got amazing experience. So they could have come from the e-commerce space or retail space or could have come from a business that's very process driven. So they've got very, like really great transferable skills. 
that they can actually utilize in their own business and you know create something that they're passionate about yes for their future and I think that integrity piece of taking that ownership of the business themselves is different to actually working for another business yes yes yeah absolutely the passion and in the project is heightened I think when you own your own business and you've you've started with that idea you're in this unique position where both you and Matt have kind of considered just how you want to actually run your family and the business structure. And you've actually gone back to returning to work as he's actually staying home with the kids at this moment. So I'd just like to know a little bit more about that decision-making process and just how that's actually played out for you guys. Yes. Yeah. So as a family, both um, Matt and I really uh, believe in time invested with your children when they're in such a, um, a young age so we've got Ayla four, Jaden two and Scarlett one and um, Ayla's starting prep next year and it's just a really valuable time in their lives to um, invest more time. Matt has been working like setting up Alpha Digital and then Springboard for over 10 years and he really just needed that uh, a bit of um, long service leave and uh, changes as good as a holiday in a a way not that he's discovered that with running a household of uh, three kids but it's been a really nice shift to give him space at home when me going into the office for three days a week it allows him to find his own space as uh, as a parent and relationship with the children um, without me you know letting him know what I've learned over the years and finding his own own way and also the, the shift for me in working in an office and um, that balance of work and family life is, I think, really important for my own sort of mental health and having adult talk and being able to tick things off a list in the day is really something that I appreciate so much because you never need get to, as a mother, um, tick things and feel like you've completed a job <laughs> because there's always, as soon as you complete one job, then it's uh, there's another pile of washing on the floor and there's always something to do you clean up one room and the next room is trash so it's just a revolving door of of work and and changes with the um with the kids so it's quite rewarding being able to accomplish um different tasks and projects within alpha and springboard particularly recently just setting up systems and processes that i really enjoy so yeah it's been really valuable experience for both matt to appreciate uh, a home life and us as a relationship to to understand the other um there i believe is a lot of perceptions of um partners of what it might be in the other person's shoes and to actually be able to experience that has um meant so much more for our relationship and understanding and appreciation of the other so yeah really important yeah it sounds like you the two of you work together as a really great team and I think having a taste of both realities means you are a better parent a better business person a better partner in whichever situation it's in so it's really quite unique I know in business quite often especially like agencies and small teams they talk about um celebrating the wins because quite often we get so caught up with the projects you move to the next one that quite often you don't actually have time to actually think about what you've achieved and the results that's mm. actually brought your clients so mm. I almost imagine you have to kind of reflect both from the business sense and the family sense that all those tasks you're doing you're actually achieving quite a lot so yes just, yes just think you've ever thought of that Yes, yeah, definitely. It's it's very rewarding, and in, in I think it is important to sit back and reflect, not just be caught up in the day to day. Just because it's so easy, it's the same with business too. To 
um, it's so easy to get caught up in the minutiae of uh, the individual tasks and to allow yourself to step back and uh, appreciate what you've been able to achieve and also look ahead in, in the future um, and where you're heading is just as important to plan um, rather than just day by day. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, good I might clarify too that, yeah, <laughs> I, I might clarify too that both Matt and I do um, work really well together, but uh, not exactly together. <laughs> I, I've been working with um, Sam Wood, the CEO in Alpha, and uh, we recognise too that our strengths and weaknesses are uh, quite the opposite. I'm the administration um, processes guided <laughs> person, and he's the, the uh, you know ideas man and perhaps if we were working so closely together the relationship might be might not be as strong as it is if that makes sense but it's good that you can recognize the strengths and also recognize that you don't have to work directly together as well to contribute and play that role in the team um, I think it's really common yeah. for small businesses to kind of get caught up in that personal relationship and business relationship and in some instances it works really well as other times you know you can see some conflicts within the situation mm -hmm. yeah okay and what do you think has been your biggest challenge kind of with returning to work and managing your family in this way with Matt I personally have found it quite challenging to in the beginning learn how to separate the two I was often um, and and when I first started to uh, work I was working from home um, and trying to feed a baby and meet their needs as well as work needs at the same time in working from home and that was quite challenging because I felt resentful of work when um, Ayla at the time was crying and, and needing me and I didn't appreciate work pulling me away from that and then when um, work was emailing me it was a it, it was a bit of a resentment of both at the same time which was quite difficult to manage and what I've learnt over the years uh, is to be able to to work in an office and actually separate yourself or or set time um, have we have a, a beautiful nanny that helps in the morning where um, she can look after the kids and I can dedicate my time to work and be able to give myself uh, to that time and not be torn in two places at the same time which is really difficult and then as soon as work is finished I am 100% committed to and and focused on family and and their needs which has yeah just worked out so much better in in not resenting one for the other and feeling like I'm pulled in all different directions um, when I'm at home with the family no notifications emails are off and I'm in that space and yeah, that's definitely helped with my stress. But it's good that you've recognised that you do have to set those boundaries in place because even though you're in that room, it doesn't mean you're present. So I think, you know, turning off those notifications and being fully yes. um, present with your family is important. And same as when you're in the workplace as well, kind of being yes. completely committed to your team and not getting distracted from the external distractions as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah fantastic. And how are you managing your stress at the moment? Because I imagine there's lots of different things pulling you every which way. Um, so there has to be some way you're kind of keeping yourself kind of motivated and, you know, a, lot, a bit of chill. So you're not kind of, you know, jumping into the cupboard at night, having a whiskey or um, yes. a big chocolate bar that you resent. So 
Yes, that's right. I, uh, I would say as one of my strengths is my time management. I plan out the week ahead. I know which days I'm going to be in the office and when I can be at home. I uh, factor in time for exercise. Exercise for me just um, recharges so much more. And sometimes when I don't want to get out the door for it, um, and yeah, I really look forward to my Pilates class and that has really helped with, you know, pre and postnatal recovery and, and taking care of myself so that I can take care of my family and recognizing that need is okay. In the beginning, I felt like I was quite selfish um, allocating some time for myself, but it's I, I see now that it's not about that at all. To give time to myself will then allow me to, to give more time to my family and uh, be in um, yeah, the right sort of frame of mind. I'm also using uh, different apps for mindfulness. I really, I'm, I'm not so good at meditation and giving that time, but mindfulness practice and apps like um, Headspace and Calm, I, uh, I use fairly frequently just as that, that little reminder to just take a breath and, and be in the moment rather than focus on the next thing coming. Um, in, in my life so yeah there is a lot to juggle but uh yeah time management and taking recognizing time for myself and just as simple as breathing yeah and just to expand on the breathing you um you mentioned to me earlier just something about what your son had to say about that yes uh they uh both my son Jaden and Ayla who's who's four have reminded me in times where I may have been a little bit more stressed and and uh and showing that to them and um Ayla's actually turned around to say mom breathe rest and think or something like that she was just reminding me in that moment just like oh yes breathe think and and you know go on so it's a really nice little reminder that she gave me in those moments I'm like yes that's right <laughs> do you have to that's gorgeous and I think yeah. you know you're teaching them some good habits as well for when they're maturing just kind of how to deal with different situations so I think that's definitely a great life skill that you are transferring to each one of them just there uh, um, no, no, nobody's perfect and then and uh, yeah they give me good reminders of of that that if I if I am feeling a little overwhelmed they're good little reminders to bring you back into the moment you mentioned earlier to me um, a piece of technology called Uprise that you're using with your team at the moment. So I want you to maybe just expand a little bit on that technology and how you're using that. Mm, I think it's a uh, yeah, fantastic uh, program that we've got for staff. So um, Uprise, we offer, I think it's up to three hours of either a counselling session or a coaching session. So people can get on the phone um, through the app or even ask questions of uh, professional counsellors and coaches um, that, yeah, if they feel like they're struggling with with uh, their own uh, mindset at work or have any questions or even, yeah, that sort of career coaching, they can utilise this program. And it's also got um, little uh, uh, YouTube clips and, and uh, sort of teaching modes in there as well if they want a little reminder as how they might uh, better manage their day and their stress in the workplace and how to reprioritize things so it's been a fantastic program that we first uh, rolled out through alpha and then we've uh, uh, taken it on at springboard as well because we see that it's a really fantastic program to offer the staff and it's important for the staff 
to um, and team to recognise that we're not just pushing them into just working on clients and that's the main main focus it's not about that at all and and if I am a believer in balance in your life we should expect the same for our staff that they should have a, a good work-life balance and we certainly encourage that and uh, where they're feeling overwhelmed at any stage what sort of uh, support we can give them to help them manage their work because if they feel better in themselves then they're doing better work for the clients and it's just yeah it makes a difference in the feel in the office and how they they all relate with one another so it's really important. And I think it's phenomenal to kind of recognise that because I think quite often people that work in agency style environments do overwork. They put in long hours, they do too much, they don't take breaks, they get ergonomic issues with their shoulders. And so I think it's really important to be quite selective with the projects you take on and not say yes to everything as quite often it's easy to get excited with a new project or idea, but the reality is you still need to have the staff and the capacity to actually perform that job well. So I'd like you to just expand a little bit on this and just how you're managing your projects and preventing your staff from burning out. Yes, it's really important for us. We're looking to be um, the most highly regarded agencies. We're not about just bringing in as much income as, as you possibly can and overwork the staff. That's certainly not the intention and the culture that we want to cultivate in our in our staff. So, But I know when I was working more in, in Alpha, they had an 80-20 rule that you're working on, on client uh, work for 80% of the time, but 20% you can either be reading and learning more about the industry or doing things to um, improve your uh, self um uh, yeah, being and and uh, yeah, improving that that side of things. So you don't have to work 100% in the work or in, in the client work. It's important to focus on yourself and, and find that balance. Like if we if we don't have the capacity to bring on um, more clients, we don't have the the people there to do the work. Then we're not going to sign up more clients just because that's more uh, income in the door. It's really important to be able to. Uh, allocate the time effectively and not overwork our staff but I imagine from a client's perspective that you'd communicate to them you know like we're at capacity you know if you're willing to wait you know they would see a lot of respect in that integrity of you saying you know what we're going to take each project for the time period without rushing in and we're going to take the time to care for you in a certain way and I imagine those clients would react quite well to that because they know that you are going to give them the space they need to actually achieve the job with the required outcome that they're after. Yes, yeah, that's absolutely right. They uh, appreciate that honesty as well. And in both agencies, we've uh, wanted to work in a transparent and um, work with integrity and uh, make sure that they are comfortable that the work that we're doing is exactly what we um yeah, say that we're going to do and uh, they're, they're not forgotten. They are given the right sort of uh, resources and um, time to, to work on their account. So I think that's really important. Hmm. So I think while we're kind of talking about the integrity and understanding the culture, I thought it might be interesting for you to expand a little bit more on your team and, you know, what you're looking for and trying to teach them with that culture side of things. And, you know, that's obviously going to impact how you're hiring and the type of person that you're going to actually have involved with your business. So tell us about your agency culture and how you go about maintaining it. Yeah, from from the beginning with Alpha, to me it felt 
like a, a bit of a family feel. And if you go in, it's not it's not a competitive feel in the office. And that's part of the culture where everybody wants to help each other. And if you invest your time in helping those around you, not only the clients, but uh, your, your teammates and look to uh, improve results for the team, the collective team, then in that you will succeed as an individual. So that, that transparency and uh, time to help one another and having that kind of attitude where it's not all about an individual and not having an ego, egos don't fit with the culture of our offices and uh, that's like to be a team player is really important and to have that you know family all, all helping out is really important. And I know like when I've worked with Matt in the past that your team has been so diligent in kind of welcoming me on board and keeping me accountable and sharing ideas and trying to support me in every way possible that I need which I think makes a really good partnership for any business that does actually work with with both um, Alpha Digital and Springboard, mm. it's also a reflection of how you work with your staff and your clients as well. Mm. Yes, yeah. We're entering New Year's, 2022. So I'd like to know, like, what have you guys got planned strategically for the next 12 months and how are you looking at working towards that? Well, very good question. I think with, with Springboard, it's only, there's eight of us in the office. It's a smaller team than Alpha. And we start the next year in sitting together and I'm currently uh, planning for the planning day. So re-evaluating the values that we have and that was created when there were only two or three of us there and now that there are a, a larger team, does everybody align with those values and are there new ones that we can add in after reflecting over the last six months and you think that that collaborative approach or um, consistently delivering at scale uh, is part of our, our value or um, do we look to something new so that's coming that collaborative approach is really important and uh, we're definitely really uh, just looking forward to to the new year and what it brings um, with springboard we've been looking at new uh, platforms to bring a um, more streamlined delivery so I guess the the back of house it wouldn't be really much that a client might see they will have a new new portal and a new way of getting really detailed information for what the team is doing. I think a lot of uh, issues with um, companies not doing the right thing by people who sign up, particularly for SEO and, and PPC, is they don't really know what we do and companies don't share what we do and the results, whereas the new portal that we're looking at is to provide them information on what we're working at, the strategies that we're putting in place for their businesses and what we're doing in the future that they can look at on their on their phones or on their computers at any time. They don't have to wait for the, the end of the month to gain the information about what the team are working at. So it's looking to, to bring more transparency into the businesses and um, just that collaborative approach for next year we're really excited about. And the growth that Springboard has found in the last 12 months at, to picture what potential growth it has in the next 12 months is really exciting. Wow, you've got a lot happening there. I think it's, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, it's really exciting the fact that you are 
being transparent with your clients and opening that platform so they can actually see what your team is doing and how you're achieving those results. Because I know with the small businesses I work with, quite often, you know, going online for the first time is a whole new territory. It's a new language system. It's new information. There's so many different things that they don't understand. And so things like, you know, PPC, like all these acronyms, people don't understand what they are. So part of our role with working with small business is to actually educate them on the digital space and PPC is pay per click. Um, and I know for yourself, like returning to work, like understanding all the team acronyms, that is a whole nother kettle of fish. Oh, yes, um, absolutely. I came from the property asset management world and and the acronyms when I first started working with Alpha were, were took me a, a bit to get my head around. So I completely understand that from the client's perspective. It, uh, yeah. it, it takes a while. But it's such a different way of working. And I think that's why I've been attracted to the Springboard model so much is because it's designed for small business and the way small businesses work, their understanding, they need a different service offering and they need more time and care with certain stages of their projects. And they don't need what a bigger business business needs at that phase. So it's very personable and it's relevant. Um, and I think when it does come to SEO, there is kind of like this... Um, what do you call it? This kind of intent, not intention, this... Um, the expectation. The expectation, but it's also people see negatively because they don't understand it and there has been yes. a lot of scammers in the industry yes. over time. So it's kind of putting peace of mind that, you know, you're in good care, we're doing it for a reason and this is why. Mm, yes, yeah, clearly explaining that that work and with SEA, SEO, it does take a... Uh, a longer time to really see the results mm. and gain those results and that's really difficult for businesses to um, appreciate we we understand that that in this day and age too you want a, a click of a button and everything to happen at once and where paid marketing is and and ppc is uh the results are more quickly seen, but the importance of, of SEO and having those longer term results are really important for, for businesses and their websites and, and yeah, how successful they are. Yeah, amazing. And I like the fact that you get your invo- your team actively involved in this planning for the next year ahead as well, because obviously these are the people that are going to be delivering the work and working with the clients. So I find through involving them in that process, they're actually invested personally as well. So they want to achieve yes. it. They take ownership and they, yes. they care about the results. Yes. Yeah, we, we definitely see that in the team there that they yeah have that extra motivation when they're involved in those kind of decisions. And uh, being a, a, you know, a, a smaller business and we're, we're growing at the same time of our, as our clients are too, the, the team and their involvement with the new processes just because it has been doesn't mean it has to be and always looking for uh, new ways to be more efficient and improve our communication is really important and their opinion does matter. So how are you actually communicating with your team through technology at the moment? Well, through technology, we use uh, Slack. I find that, uh, yeah, that's just a great little um, tool so that we don't constantly get emails back and forth and and it's right ahead Uh, and, yeah, fun fun way to communicate in the office. It's interesting for me being, uh, yeah, slightly older than the people that I've um, been working with and uh, uh, knowing the uh, type of language that they have on Slack has been... uh, interesting process for me too a little bit more casual yes 
<laughs> I was going to say, like, you did tell me that with Slack, you have got a, is it a group where it's just to give people a bit of a shout out for good work and what's happening? Yes. Yeah. That's uh, a huge, huge part of the satisfaction in the office. Part of my favorite um, time of the week on Mondays, we have shout outs in person in our beginning of the week team meeting. And that's really nice too. I think it's, it's still important to give people that face to face, but then we have the, the thanks channel and uh, just specifically uh, thanking during the week, because we're all doing such good work and throughout different departments, we find that you don't know what the other team members are working on we're, we're all fairly uh, you know you've, you've got your head down you're working through the, the job that you've got at hand but seeing those thanks between other departments and seeing what other people in the team are doing just yeah makes you really appreciate that and everybody's roles and just as we see the the successes of the clients the successes of each other is really yeah motivating and really great to have in the office it makes a whole difference to the the feel as you come in and acknowledgement of the other and I think it's relevant to kind of use the technology as well as the in-person skills to communicate different things with your team and I think you're doing it quite well with with the technology such as Slack yes what advice have you been giving your clients in e-commerce for the upcoming year We would say uh, to plan ahead and with sort of the growing competition in the e-commerce area, it's just so such a different uh, landscape for businesses that it's really important to plan ahead, know when the sales and like Black Friday and uh, Christmas and Boxing Day and and the the main events of the year are all well known, but there are other events during the year that you should um, be prepared for. And uh, yeah, that's a, a good idea to plan ahead. I think that's really great advice. And I think each business has to think about their business and their industry. So is there any particular conferences, industry events, Mother's Day, um, International Women's Day, all those sorts of events that are relevant to a specific target market as well? Yes. Yeah, that's right. And I I think for for brands too, uh, and for for us as well, you look to... um, uh, cross promote if you can work through and donate or do we, we had um, Movember and uh, yeah there's there's so many great uh, companies to donate and work together with and if you can yeah get on board with those kind of events as well it's important jeans for jeans day and uh, yeah they're great to do yeah it's really interesting and I know one thing that comes up constantly with my clients as well is like we don't want to give away too many discounts. And I think there's this hype around like these big, well-known um, frenzies like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, that mm. you have to always reduce your bottom line to attract the customers. But I think through donations and other means or partnering with other brands, you can actually be relevant through this trade period, but without yes. reducing your price. So there could be a value add of an extra product or free shipping or a partnership model that they can't get anywhere else. Yes, that's fantastic. Yeah. Definitely agree. Finish up on a bit of tech. So with young kids at home, I imagine the temptation for them to be picking up the mobile phone and to be constantly plugged into technology is really relevant to you and Matt. So how are you actually managing their time and setting some boundaries in place to kind of make sure that they're getting the best of the technology, but also not getting too caught up with it? 
Yes, yeah. We we love technology in our household and don't get me wrong, TV is fantastic when I need a bit of a break and uh, I've got one one napping or two napping even if it's a, a golden day and uh, just having some quiet time and giving them time in front of the TV or looking through photos or doing an, an app on my phone is fantastic. But um, what we've experienced afterwards is that their behaviour goes immediately poor poorly after they've been on technology so um what we we have to plan for time outside or getting that energy that kids have so much of to uh let them run outside and and expel some of that energy just to avoid the the poor behavior afterwards but Mm. yeah and and model good behavior as well uh around TV and screen time. If we're watching the news all the time, then, or or having the TV on in the background, then of course they would expect that that TV is sort of part of 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 life. But um, they're all still really important parts of our life and part of our future. Um, I try to explain to them when I'm doing the Woolworths order and say, "Mummy's just online at the moment. I'm doing a Woolworths order, or I'm responding to an email, but I'm coming back to you soon and talking through it with them, so that they don't." so that they are able to gain more of a knowledge about the uses that it's not just a, a phone for photos and for games and for apps. So there's other uses for it. Um, but uh, yeah, my kids are so little at the moment. They, uh, it's, I don't know how much of an impact or <laughs> we'll, we'll find out how we go as they grow older. But, but I think the fact that you're communicating with them, what you're doing is really important. And it's the same as in the workplace. Like you can use your phone or computer or social media but the reason you're doing it is for X result. And yeah. this way, if you're sitting next to that person, that they know that they are still important and that you're not deliberately taking your attention somewhere else because you're not interested. So I think it's yes. really quite important to communicate that, especially yes. with your kids too. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And we, we see them asking questions and, and they notice definitely when we're distracted because we've all had days and times where I don't practice what I preach. I try, I try to, uh, but there's always going to be those times and, and they're quick to re- remind me too. Hey, mummy, like, can you come and <laughs> jump, jump on me and get my attention again? Yeah, they're too smart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're teaching me every day. Awesome. And I think the reality is just, you know, each day is a new, new day. Let's just reset, you know, yes. let's try again, you know, clean slate. Yeah. 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 I was just going to say, I thought to finish up, it'd be nice just to kind of mention a quote that you've given me from your mum. And what she says is, if you can't change the circumstance, leave it be and move on to the next. Don't dwell there. Mm, Yes. Yeah. My mum passed away from dementia a few years ago and uh, her words, uh, perhaps not having her here, are all the more uh, meaningful. And that's part of how... uh, I've, I've lived my life and been taught as well not to dwell in the past but to acknowledge it and uh, learn from it but not dwell there and and look yeah more to the future and I, I really value having her with me every day that that's amazing thank you so much for sharing that and thank you for your time today it's been really interesting just to hear your experience in life and business and I think there's so much that all of us can actually learn from what you've had to say so Thanks again and congratulations for being number one. Thank we you so much. We're officially a podcast. Yes, I'm so honoured to be part of this and thank you so much for taking the time and I'm so looking forward to hearing it. Thanks for listening to our show today. 
Please share this with women you know who would benefit in hearing our stories and want the knowledge, inspiration and connection to build a business that they love online. If you love what you've heard, please rate this podcast with a five or leave a message in the comments below. Just like giving a review on a retailer's website, your feedback gives us credibility and helps more women discover us.